Hello and welcome to Your Best Self Podcast. My name is Heather. I am a mum, I am a shift worker, I am also an online coach. And this podcast is here to help you navigate the craziness of life without forgetting about you. I want to show you how you fit in and how you can feel your best at work and at home, not just for yourself, but for everybody around you. So if you resonate with any of this, then this podcast is for you. It's going to be jam-packed with practical tips and advice that you can action today for results. If you enjoy this, please like, subscribe, rate and send it on to a friend or even better into a WhatsApp group chat. This is going to help me help as many women as possible feel their absolute best selves. So I hope you enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of Your Best Self Podcast. I hope that you are all well. This episode I want to speak a little bit about me (laughs) and be a little bit self-indulgent and I want to speak about my journey. Um, Like in particular the past few years uh, and where I am now and the coach in particular that I am now. Because I feel like over the past year in particular, like I have grown so much as a coach. Um, my coaching has evolved and it's continuing to grow to the successful business or into the successful business that I have today, which I am extremely proud of and so grateful that I have the opportunity every day to coach so many incredible women and the, the odd, I was going to say the old man, um, like the odd man it, throughout my um, coaching but majority of people I coach are women and like mums and I get to pinch myself every day that I've that I have this business and that I have created the community um, that I have because a lot of people are like I don't know how you do it and sometimes I'm like I don't know how I do it either but it was see when things don't feel like work like you don't dread doing them like I love doing the podcast. I love getting client check-ins. I love replying to to check-ins. It doesn't feel like work to me. Um, And that's why I do it. That's why I spend my nights when the kids are in bed doing it. Um, I mean, I am working on boundaries, guys. I am working on taking some, a little bit more time to myself. Like my, so my group, the Empower group, have got a little um, October challenge. And the first one is setting goals. And my goal for this month is to have one night off my phone a week. So that's me, like, I've popped it on the group. I am accountable to everybody in there. And that is just so that I get a little bit of switch off time because, see, because I, I love this so much, like, I am constantly thinking about, like, content. I am constantly thinking about clients. I'm constantly thinking about what I can help them with like how much I how much I can give but I need some time to me as well and it's something that I am very passionate about like mums and women taking that little bit of time for themselves and when I was doing like a little bit of honest reflecting I was like I'm not doing that myself and a lot of times it's like do as I say not as I do um but I am going to practice what I preach and I really do think that it's going to have a massive impact on my my health, but also how I can how I show up for everybody around about me. So that was a little a little um, tangent there. 
But this episode, like, I want to do this episode to chat about, like, my journey so far and how over the past five years I have had some dramatic life changes that have massively impacted, like, who I am as a person, my values, my life, but also my coaching. And it's led me into the particular group of people that I help today. Um, or I can help <clears throat> the most. Something that I <clears throat> like got wrong at the start of my coaching was I wanted to be, I wanted to be able to coach anybody and everybody. I wanted to be able to help whoever I could, and I quickly realised that by doing that, I was helping nobody because I am not going to be the best coach for everybody, and that's okay. Um, because I am like my values where I am in my life, the struggles that I am having, how I resonate with like you guys and whoever's listening. Like I am not gonna be able to help everybody. Um but there's a particular group of women that I can help. And I know what you're struggling with. And I am the best coach for you. I am the coach that is going to help you get the results that you want, the life that you deserve. So, if you're listening to this episode and you resonate with any of my ramblings, if you resonate with my goofy personality and just my general straight chat, um, then chances are I am going to be the coach for you. So, I will be your goofy cheerleader. I am literally like the clumsiest, like goofiest person I know I'm just a big geek really um and I'll be your ultimate hype girl like I'm going to be cheering you on each step of the way so if you're listening to this or you get to the end of this you're thinking yep I want to work with her she gets me then get in touch all of my details I will leave in the show notes for you um (laughs) this is really embarrassing and like the recovering perfectionist and the person who hates being judged and is cringing for telling you this, but uh, this is the fourth time I've recorded this episode, and I don't do that anymore, like, see, when I first started, yeah, I was, like, recording these episodes, like, time and time again, because I wanted them to be perfect, and then I realised, like, nobody's perfect, and it's actually, I, I quite like when I fuck up in episodes, I quite like when I when I get my words wrong, and when I can't think of words, and I just make words up, like, I, like, I quite like that, Um so I've not done this in a while and the, but this, the thing is like I see the first three recordings I went too deep I went really 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 deep and I was like oh my god I've been speaking for 25 minutes and I'm literally at like the beginning stages of my life and I was like I'm fucking bored with my chat like I can't put this out there for anybody else to listen to so I knew that I needed to condense it So I am going to really, really try this in this episode to give you like the condensed, edited, like still very real. Like if if you follow me on social media, like I am all about being real. You you don't get anything, anything fake on me. Like I I am probably a little bit too honest. Um, Like nothing is filtered, nothing is like posed or edited. Like I am very real in my journey because I think social media needs that. Um... So this is going to be like the edited but very real version of how I became an online fitness coach. So buckle in. 
Now, I speak a lot about a lot more about my journey on the very first episode. So if you're not listening to that and you fancy hearing a little bit more about me, go back and listen to that. But here is like the condensed like I, I would love you know seeing seeing the films when they have like that that flashback of like somebody's life. Do you not just love that? I would I would love if somebody did that for me like a little like flashback of like me growing up and me in like uni meeting my husband like doing all that stuff like oh and I just then I think I go go down like a deep deep rabbit hole of I wonder who would play me and then I think I wonder what music they would have and then I then I go on Spotify and pick all the music and stuff and I still don't know who would play me if you're listening to this and you're, you've got somebody in mind, let me know. I'd like to have a vision of an actress that would play me in my flashback in my pretend movie that nobody's going to make of me. Right, sorry guys. That's what I mean. I go, I, I end up going a little bit too like deep in, into tangents. Right, so here's a little bit about me. Okay, so I was always a very sporty child. And oh, I'm going to go deep, no. So I was a very sporty child, okay. And then I stopped when I was about 13, 14, um, I stopped doing a lot of sports. And the big thing that stopped me, and I remember it like so vividly, was I got some a boy in my class at school, so I was maybe like 14, he singled me out for having a six-pack, and I didn't like it. And I realised that I had a six-pack because I was training pretty hard, like I was swimming at the time. So I stopped swimming because I didn't want to have a six-pack, I didn't want to be different from my friends. And... This like going swimming or training for swimming was meaning that I wasn't being able I wasn't able to go out with my friends I wasn't able to like so you're like fourteen experimenting like like what you're want to stay out late you want to like hang about on like street corners like all that all that stuff that makes me cringe but I stopped doing that because I didn't want to be different from my friends so fourteen fifteen was the end of sporty Heather and then I went to uni. And I found Rosie Wine, I found pound vodkas, I found drinking every night of the week, I found kebabs on the way home, and I piled on a lot of weight. And I felt disgustingly unfit and unhealthy. Um, and then, fast forward, I don't know, 10 years, I, I became obsessed about losing weight, I regained weight, I lost weight, there was bad diets, there was yo-yos, there was diet culture I was like your typical cardio bunny which I know people a lot of people who know me now are like I can't imagine you not lifting weights but I used to run on a treadmill then I used to go to back-to-back classes then I would go back and run in the treadmill um I was really obsessed with it I isolated myself from friends I got like very um anxious if I couldn't go to the gym and the ironic thing was I was getting no results and it's because I was just doing excessive amounts of cardio. There was no real focus on my nutrition. I was just doing fad diet after fad diet. At the time, um, like social media wasn't a big thing. There was no Instagram. There was Facebook, but for me, when I was at uni, in, like the beginnings of this, my journey, it was mostly magazines. It was mostly the chat I would hear, like either at work, because by this point I was graduated. I was a radiographer. I was working shifts. I would go in with like four magazines and just look at the diets and be like, that's what, that's what I'm going to choose next week. And then the following week, it'd be a different one. So it was always diet after diet. There was no results. I was getting frustrated. I was getting really angry. I was 
I was not loving my body. I was not loving me. Um, and then I found CrossFit. Uh, and then that became like my love affair of with weights started. But then there was probably a little, I say probably, I still don't like to admit this, but I became obsessed with CrossFit. Um, I became obsessed with, and like to be honest, if anybody does CrossFit or knows anybody that, that um, does CrossFit, Everybody who starts CrossFit and loves it gets obsessed with it. Like, it's a running joke. It becomes a cult. Like, uh, you can't do CrossFit without telling people you do CrossFit. Like, um, but I became quite obsessed with it. And, to be, like, not blowing my own trumpet, but I was pretty good at it. Um, so, I was training, like, five, six times a week. My husband, he was also really into it as well. It was our life. But I became a little bit obsessed with it. And then I also became a little bit obsessed at the very beginning of um, like my CrossFit journey and finding weights and stuff. I got obsessed with tracking calories. And I mean obsessed. Like at one point I was measuring sugar-free diluting juice. Um, I was not, I was cancelling social plans with friends. I wasn't going out. I was isolating myself. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a tough time looking back on it like I remember going out for dinner one night with my friends and they were all they well, they all had dinner they were all having drinks I made some excuse can't even remember what it was now because I used to make up a lot of excuses an excuse about not um having dinner about not drinking um so I would I sat and watched them all have like a, a delicious meal and I was sipping on Diet Coke and then made an excuse to go home and had a protein bar on the way home because I knew that I could accurately track that protein bar. So yeah, there was a lot of disordered eating habits, which I did not realise at the time. And it was due to just years and years and years of misinformation, of diet culture messaging, like of just really like listening to the noise around about me thinking that that was like gospel and that was what I needed to do um so yeah I got um very lean because I was quite obsessed with tracking calories but then I realized that I was still unhappy with my body like shockingly losing weight was not the answer even though all the diet culture messaging was making me believe that as soon as I lost weight, as soon as I leaned down, that was going to um, solve all my problems. So this was going on in the background and at this point I had started coaching at the CrossFit gym that I was training at and I loved coaching. Um, but I then quickly realised like the exercise part was just a really small um, like section of like the puzzle of health really like nutrition lifestyle mindset changes were all like more important like very important but as probably more important so exercise is still so important but to actually make changes and to sustain changes like you have to think about all the other parts of the puzzle so I then got my first nutrition certificate and started to work with clients um, in the gym and Again, like through working with them, I very quickly realised like the nutrition side of things was actually so much more than just giving calorie targets and macros. Um, it was a lot to do with behaviour change, mindset, limiting beliefs, self-fulfilling prophecies, um, all of this stuff. So yeah, and, and I 
loved that side of things, loved it. So I worked with loads and loads of clients in various capacities. So I worked one-to-one, I worked in group, um, like group coaching programs for two years at that gym. And I learned so, so much um, from everybody there. And it was one of the, still one of the hardest decisions that I made was actually leaving um, the gym and going off and starting my own business. But although it was like a really difficult decision, I'd like, I really don't regret it that much. Like now, I regret, I, there's like working online by yourself, like the, it gets a little bit lonely. But I love my business and I love what I've created and, and what I'm continuing to grow. So part of me, like, it was a really tough decision, but I don't regret it um, where I am now. Okay. And then, so I have been, like, this has been, um, what, what am I trying to say? So, yeah, so my, like, this, my own business has been in the making for, like, the past three years. Um, and during this time, like, I have went through massive, massive lifestyle changes. So I now have two beautiful babies. Um, and as much as I love being a mum, like, it is the best job in the world. And... And I, yeah, I, I, like I say job, like it's it feels like a job sometimes and it's the best job, but it's also one of the hardest and most challenging things I have ever, ever did. And I knew that my life was going to change when I had kids, but I wasn't quite prepared for how much it would change. I wasn't prepared for how little time I would get to myself for how debilitating mum guilt would be, for how I would sometimes feel frustrated and resentful like towards my kids. And I hate saying this, but I, I know a lot of women feel like this as well. And then that, that just exacerbates that horrible mum guilt feeling again. Um, I wasn't prepared for how I, how I wasn't going to feel like me anymore. And how I was really unsure at some and at some points if I would ever feel like me again. Um, I wasn't prepared for how difficult it would be to fit in exercise. As somebody who like like I love lifting weights. I love getting to the gym, and it is so hard to do when you've got kids. And I didn't. I was not prepared for that. Um, I was not prepared for how tired I would be like 99% of the time and my husband slags me rotten but I am literally a bear with a burnt arse if I don't get sleep. I do not function um, and like being a mum, like, I just like, I just feel like all I do is moan about being tired. Like I'm really trying to stop doing it on Instagram because I'm like, I feel like every day is like, oh for fuck's sake, here she goes. She didn't get a good night's sleep last night, like fucking broken record Heather. But <laughs> I, like it really, it really affects me. <laughs> and I was not prepared for how tired I would be. Like I thought the baby stage, yeah, yeah, obviously. Like I was like, I knew that that was going to be difficult. But my God, man, I'm four years down the line. I'm still knackered. Um, I also wasn't prepared for how emotional I would be and how these emotions would leave me turning to food or alcohol more often than I would like to admit. Like a stressful day with the kids, I would turn to food. Um, like once the kids were in bed, sit and have a drink. Like it became a it became a very easy habit to do. 
um, I wasn't prepared for how easy it was going to be for me to forget about cooking for me. Like, making sure that I had a healthy meal. Kids were always sorted, but, like, I was either picking off their plate or making something really quick. I wasn't prepared for how quickly time would pass in your day. Some days it passed, like, within a flash. Other days were, like, the longest day in the land when you were, like, super tired. Um, But the the weeks, like, flew in, even though the days were long. Uh, I wasn't prepared for how difficult it would be feel to like remember the simplest things at work when I went back kind of thought I would just go back and be like yeah 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 I totally know how to x-ray and I'd go back and thinking oh my god I can't remember and and then the the workload that is, we now have at work um the skills that we are supposed to be able to perform especially during the night when you're sleep deprived it's yeah yeah it's hard because sometimes I feel like a liability at work. Sometimes I feel like my colleagues are like, oh my God, I don't want to work with her because she doesn't have a clue what she's doing. Like I do, but I don't, sometimes it's like, I, and I, I like, I completely get this as well. Like, so I remember when I didn't have kids and I was, I was going into work and they would be like, the like, you know, mums who were in like similar stages to where I am just now. And I'd be like, I just don't, I don't understand how you can't remember these things. Like surely you remember how to do that. Like, I feel like a bitch now, but it is like you, you until you have mum brain <laughs> and that like brain fog and just those those mental break like breakdowns because you're always thinking about home, what you need to do the next day, where the kids are, when you're picking them up, etc. etc. There's loads going on in your brain. Like you the the simple things, the day-to-day things, they do fall out. <laughs> um I also wasn't prepared for how intense sugar cravings would be. And how easy it would be for me to forget about my self-care. And by self-care, I mean actually washing my hair. Like there are some weeks I'm thinking, when did I actually last do this? Um, Yeah, so I was just not prepared for how much my life would change. And the more that I coach, and the more that I coach women in particular, like I realised that they were coming to me with similar struggles. So the struggles were finding time to exercise, being at their heaviest weight and it creeping up, not realising it until it was the, until they looked in the mirror of the stepped in the scales and thought, how have I got here? But they were far too, they, they, were, they, they were overwhelmed with life, life with kids and work, trying to like balance it all. And then overwhelmed about where to actually start, um, where to focus to get results. Um, They're struggling with like kids' routines constantly changing and therefore they had a lack of routine, a lack of structure uh, in their day. And they were finding it hard to make changes. Um, Struggling like not giving, like I was saying before, like not giving much thought to their nutrition, only focusing on the kids and they were turning to sugar, biscuits, caffeine to get them through the day. They had a lack of confidence in the gym. Even if they they had they'd went to the gym before they had kids, they completely lacked the confidence to get back in there. And even if when they were back in the gym, it was finding the time to actually get there, feeling overwhelmed with trying to fit the workouts in, um, actually getting the time to go, they were really struggling with. Um they were also struggling with body image and the changes to their body after having kids and how to deal with that without beating themselves up um, and 
it impacting like how they were showing up and it was impacting like what they were wearing, their confidence, um, how they were with their partner, uh, basically every, every aspect of their life. They were struggling because they had a lack of accountability and they also didn't feel seen by some coaches. Um, they felt like they were previous workout or previous plans, coaches were just giving them like these generic cookie cutter plans, but not really getting their struggles. So getting them to slash their calories and work out six times a week, like that's that's not sustainable for a busy working mum. It's not. And you do not have to do that to get results. So if you've got like, and I, I know like working, I've worked with like a few coaches in the past. And if you do not, if somebody's like continuing to just say to them, like, just, just like, just try it, just try it, just try it. And you're saying to them, like, it's not working. It's not working. Like you do not have any confidence in the plan. You don't have any confidence in that coach. And you are not going to put the, the work in. You're not going to put the effort in. And you're not going to get results because the thing is about a coaching, like a coaching client relationship, you have, there's, there has to be open-ended conversation. There has to be trust. And if you do not have that, if you do not feel like that your coach gets you, then you are going to be very unlikely to show up when you, like day to day. So I completely get this. And it is why I now know the people that I, that I can help, like the people who I understand. Um, and it's because of my own experience with two young kids. Like I know the struggles you face on a daily basis and like how, like, you're, like what your approach needs to be. Like your approach needs to be flexible because life with kids is unpredictable. Um, y- you have to you have to enjoy it. It has to be enjoyable because if you do not enjoy it, you're not going to stick to it because you're miserable. And you have to enjoy it because it has to be sustainable um, if you want to make lifelong changes. So if you want a quick fix, you want to go on another fad diet, um, if you want to like drop weight very quickly, like I am not the coach for you because that's not what I'm going to do. I want to work with you to build habits ones that you enjoy, ones that are going to help you show up for your kids and for yourself, feeling good, still getting results, but because you enjoy it, you're going to be able to stick to these for a very long time. Um, the result, the approach also has to be realistic. Like, I am not going to tell you that you have to work out six times a week. I am not going to tell you that you can't eat the same as your family because... <sighs> In all honesty, that's bullshit. Like you, you, you can get results by working out. Like I work out three times a week. Okay, the majority of my clients work out three times a week, and they're getting incredible results. Every single person that I work with eats with their family. Like you do not have to hold like to trap yourself in a little box, hold yourself up for six weeks, eight weeks, twelve weeks, however long. Um, go to the gym six times a week, kill yourself with cardio to get results. Like Because you have to think about after the diet and if you can sustain this. Because if you can, if you're like, God, like, I am, like, this is torture, I can't wait till this ends, 
then you're not sustaining that because to sustain your results you have to continue with the habits and behaviours um, that you've did to get you there in the first place. Um, and your approach also needs to be healthy. So you are in the most privileged position as a mum to pass down healthy habits to your children. So you want, well for me, I want my children to see me exercising, to see me prioritising my health, to see me cook nutritious meals, to see me eat the same nutritious meals as them. I want them to feel safe, to feel protected, to feel like I am able to run around after them. Um, I can they, like if they want it, if they want lifted up, if they want carried, like I can do that. Um, I am not a coach that's going to diet you down so that you get an amazing progress picture. But in the like a result of this is you completely ruin your relationship with food. Like I grew up surrounded with fad diets, whether that was at home, at work, listening to friends. I didn't know there was another way until I educated myself and for me to pass down a healthy relationship with food, one where like my daughter in particular doesn't grow up thinking that she has to slash her calories, she has to diet, she has to lose weight to feel um, like worthy. (laughs) I want her to know that there's no good, like I want both my children to know there's no good or bad foods. They will never hear me say mum is on a diet every other week. They'll never hear me say that mum is going to the gym to get to burn calories because of what I ate last night. Like they know mum goes to the gym to feel fit and strong, so that so that I'm like I feel good for them. I can lift. I can run after them. Like this is super important to me, and I know that it's very important to all my clients. And this is not me like shaming you if you have said or like did any of these things but there is a there's another way okay and that is what I I am going to help you do if you if you resonate with this and you want if you want my help and it's why my coaching has evolved so much over the past year in particular um, and why I am so passionate about helping women like realize they don't have to be miserable to get results they don't have to give up their favorite glass of wine or chocolate bars they can enjoy family meals, they can fit exercise into their lives, um, like they are worthy and deserving of putting themselves first. They don't have to forget about their goals. They're not just somebody's mum, like they deserve to feel their best. Um, and I do this in a couple of ways. So one of them is Project Your Best Self, which is what I'm going to speak about in this podcast. I do have a one-to-one service, but I'm going to do another podcast on that. But Project Your Best Self is like my six-week fat loss group, um, which I started nearly three years ago now. And it just keeps getting better and better. It keeps evolving and growing into something really incredible and I'm so, so proud about. Um, but during the six weeks, we focus, on, we focus really hard on building non-negotiable habits that support health, Okay, so it's not, but I'm not just fat loss. I really do think about your health and health is all inclusive. Okay, so it's not just physical health. It is your mental health. It is your emotional health. It is your spiritual health. Like we, we consider all of these things. It is a, somebody described it as like, what they loved about it was the mind body connection. There is a huge emphasis on mindset. So, um, it's not just about fat loss, like because what these health healthy habits do is they mean that when your fat loss phase is over, 
you have the habits in place that mean you, that you can maintain your results. So we focus hard on finding a way of exercise that suits you, your schedule, your preferences, your goals. Um, I have a huge, huge emphasis on relationship with foods and relationship with exercise. And I will not do anything to mess with this because I have worked too fucking hard on my relationship with food to mess up anybody else's. So there's no foods, like we work really hard on the language that you use around food. There is no good or bad food. Um, We work really hard on creating um, balance. Balance with your nutrition, balance with your exercise, your values, what what means um, the most to you. And it's why it is a very... Um, it's a group coaching program, but there's a very personal touch. So there's a, a huge individual one-to-one basis, or one-to-one feel to it, but it is in a group. And this is to make it as affordable as I can for people to work with me. Um, and if you want a more personalised, in-depth, like individualised program, then you work with me one-to-one. Um there's a huge, a huge focus on um, exercise, but making tweaks and finding a way of working out that you enjoy and that also suits you. Okay, so there are gym workouts, there are home workouts, you can do a mix between. Um, if you are struggling to fit these in, we can adapt the actual programs themselves to fit to suit you. That's how one of my clients um, who's just finished, when she started with me, she was doing no workouts a week and she finished doing four, like consistently three to four workouts a week. And it's because we tweaked the workouts to suit her. Um, so yeah, there is like, we, we I, I meet you where you're at, your starting point, um, and we make these, these um, adaptations to suit you. But most importantly, and the bit that but like I really focus super super hard on because of what it's what I've realized actually makes the biggest impact so it's not your calorie targets it's not your meal structure if you don't want to track calories it is not the workouts and exercise like yes they factor in of course they do but the most important thing and the thing that we have a huge focus on is mindset and changing your beliefs, limiting beliefs, changing the way you're thinking. So you might be all or nothing, you might be on plan, off plan, on it, off it. Um this is like tripped you up in the past. We're gonna move you from here to finding balance. So there's a huge focus on balance and moderation. Alright, so no foods are going to be off limit. We find ways of including these into your diet in a mindful and controlled way. Okay. And we will always celebrate the small wins and focus on progress, not perfection. Because this is where it's at. The messy middle ground that comes with having kids. I spoke about that like earlier. Like you have to be flexible because having kids is a minefield. Like there's no day the same. You cannot, with the best will in the world, you cannot be like, right, well, I am going to do X and Y. Like I'm going to do fit all this in every day. Blah blah blah. Like, and you're a mum, then you're like, bam, somebody's sick. Um, somebody's got like a, somewhere where they have to be after school and there's clubs and there's drop-offs and there's pickups and it's just mental it's, it's mental so we focus on small wins and we focus on progress not perfection and that is how you you make progress progress is found 
by creating balance, by creating moderation, um, moving away from that all or nothing and celebrating all the small wins along the way. And what I love most about this six-week group is the fact that it is group coaching, but it's got a very personal one-to-one touch. So you get personal lifestyle targets, um, and these are set off, they're based off of your pre-consultation form. And this means that they are challenging, but they are also achievable to you. So you build confidence week after week that you can actually do these, that you don't feel overwhelmed. Um, so the, the everyone's targets are like you get the same like targets, but they ju- you don't you get the same like um, habits, but your targets are different. Your targets are set based off of you and where you're at, what your goals are, um, and what is going to work. Where you need to focus to get the most bang for your buck. Okay, um, you get personal weekly feedback. Okay, so I personally go through your check-ins your food diary, your training log, and then I look at all this and I give you tips and advice for the following week where you need to focus your efforts efforts in the following week depending on what you struggled with the week before um, and what you've got coming up, all right? That, like, you do not, like, there's a lot of coaching plans out there, there's a lot of, like, six-week plans out there, like, and I've been looking into these, like, over the past, like, month or two, speaking to other coaches and stuff, there's not a lot of coaches out there that do personal weekly feedback. So guys, like this is a like this is something that is is a huge advantage to this service. Um it is not a generic cookie cutter plan. That is such a hard thing to say. Cookie cutter plan. Um because I truly believe that you do not get the best results from this. And it's why like if you want to follow like a 20 quid a, a month app but you're like I don't know I like I don't know how I'm not I'm not getting results it's like things have to be tweaked to you there's no accountability and that's what that's what you get with this as well so you I provide compassionate accountability like I'm going to hold you to a very high standard but I do also have the empathy of being a fellow mum and I know where you're struggling okay so I will hold you to a high standard relevant to you. I'm going to push you to what you can achieve and I'm going to help you build the confidence and reassure you that you can do it. But I'm not just going to be like, well, come on, everybody's going to do 12,000 steps a day and they're going to they're going to eat this many calories and you're going to work out this many times a week. Because I know as a mum, I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm overwhelmed. Like, And then you do nothing. You get paralysis and you procrastinate. So Yes, you get held to a very high standard, but it's a standard that is um, relevant to you and where you're at in your journey. Um, And you do not get that if you are just in a generic group plan where there's no personal touch to it. And you're going to learn, okay? So if you come to me with an open mind, willing to unlearn a lot of the bullshit diet culture messaging that you have grown up with, if you come to me with a growth mindset, if you come to me and trust the process, you are going to learn so, so much. And I can say that with confidence because of the amount of people that I've worked with now. And the people that trust me and do, like, and they take on the feedback, they take on, um, like, what I'm telling them to do, 
and the trust that it's that it's going to work. It's going to be different. So if you've came from a background of slumming world, of fad diets, of over-exercising, slashing calories, not going out for six weeks, this is going to be different. It might be a little bit slower, but trust me, you are going to be, see, see in six months' time, you're going to look back because you're going to know exactly what you need to do. You're going to be getting results. You're going to be feeling strong, confident and empowered. And you're going to be so grateful that you did this. Because if you don't, if you go back to doing what you were doing before and doing fad diet, like six weeks on, six weeks off, six weeks on, six weeks off, all you're going to be doing is feeling like you're dieting your full life. And I can help you get out of that horrible, vicious, frustrating cycle. Um, so the, how you learn with me is you will get like twice weekly podcasts. So there will be a client Q&A podcast and I always do like a little podcast that is dedicated to like a kind of ongoing struggle or a, a common struggle that a lot of people are um, experiencing. And I'll do a dedicated podcast on that. Um, there is a bank of resources in the, the vault, so the app that you get access to, and it's growing again. I have got another three resources going in there this week. There's the WhatsApp group for questions. Um, you are surrounded by a community of like-minded women who are all in similar journeys and who are only willing to help you succeed and who will be cheering you on every single step of the way. The WhatsApp groups are incredible. I love them. Um, And you get um, feedback. So like like I say, like the feedback that you get in your um, check-ins, like this is your opportunity to get like personal feedback, to ask questions, um, basically you get like a PT in your pocket for six weeks. Um, so the opportunities for you to grow really are endless if you embrace them and like take full advantage of them. Okay, so the personal use support you get from me is amazing. Um, and I really want you, like I really want to get to know my clients. I want to get to know you, like what you like, what you don't like, um, like share like gifts like celebrate with you like get really goofy with you like and help you in the best possible way um and I am going to blow my own trumpet here because it is a truly amazing coaching service and it is an absolute steal at the price that it is at you are basically getting one-to-one coaching um at a fraction of the price but I am going to blow my own trumpet because you will get results, but here are just some of the results that clients have got over the past two intakes of Project Your Best Self. So Christina, who is a mum of two, this is what she said, um, some of her wins. So I've been able to lose inches and weight without tracking food on my fitness pal. I'm starting to get away from the whole concept of good or bad food and I eat, I eat what I want. Um, I'm just a bit more conscious of what I'm eating and trying to focus on eating healthy, balanced meals. Having my second baby, I just ate for convenience and if you're lucky, I was eating one full meal a day. I would snack and snack and snack. Previously, when trying to diet, I was all or nothing and come Thursday, I would regularly say, oh well, diet starts Monday. I don't feel like this is a diet at all. Um, Victoria, who is a mum of four, yes guys, you heard that right, four, um, she said that she has a new outlook on food and exercise. She's never enjoyed the gym, but also was extremely uncomfortable with the way that she looked. She now enjoys her early morning workouts um, and can already see herself getting stronger and her balance is improving. 
Erin, um, who is a mum of one, she said that she's now got control over her eating. She is generally feeling healthier, less bloated, and she's overeating less. Um, she's been stronger in the gym, her clothes are looser, the scales are moving in the right direction, and she lost four and a half kilograms in six weeks. And that is the most that she has lost in three years because she always felt like she was on a diet. And she doesn't feel like, the past six weeks, she did not feel like she was on a diet. She made small, sustainable changes and lost more weight in six weeks than she has in three years. Um, Janie is a mum of one, and she has said that she has dialed in some better nutritional habits and cut out a lot of mindless snacking. She, she's gotten herself out of habits that weren't serving her, like having a glass of wine most nights, having dessert, crisps, chocolate every night. She thought she would miss like the wine and the sweet treats, but she hasn't at all. And she feels um, a difference in her clothes, um, even if the scales haven't moved all that much. And she's made peace with um, making changes gradually. So she's moved away from all or nothing thinking and wanting instant results uh, and realised that it is going to be a lifestyle and it's adapting to a lifestyle, a different lifestyle because she is a mum now. Um, Kat, she is a mum of two and also a shift worker. And in the six weeks that we were working together, she lost 12 inches and 4.6 kilograms. And that was more than her first, and then her child weighed when he was born. Um, she said that her mindset was shifting. She was still eating what she wanted, but within reason, and rather than eating with free reign. So she felt less squishy, she felt stronger, and she was increasing her workout weeks, her workout weights week after week. Okay, this group it is only going to get bigger and better the more people that I work with and the more that I evolve it to specifically help mums. I am so excited to grow it, like, and because it's already evolved so much over the past year. So if you resonate with any of this podcast, any any of what I've said is me as a person or like the people that I help, if you feel like you're one of these people and you want some of the results that I've just spoken about, then and you feel like you need a little bit of support and accountability on your own fat loss journey, then I want to do this. Um, but I want to do it in a way that supports your health, okay? And it allows you to show up as your best self for you, your family, everybody around about you, okay? If this is something you're interested in, the next intake starts up, like on Monday, so 9th of October. Uh, and I do have a few spaces left as I record this, but the last group sold out and I do expect this group to do the same. So please don't wait. If you're listening to this and thinking like, this is something I really need to do and I want to do, get in touch now, okay, so the, I don't I don't um, have huge intakes, all right, and that's because I am a busy working mum and I want to give you the personal support that you need, um, so I keep intakes very small, so 10, 12 at the very most, um, and over half of these spaces are gone now, all right, so please don't wait, please don't think, oh, I'll, I'll leave it to the weekend and give it a message, drop me a message now, all right, what is the worst? What have you got to lose by trying a different approach? That's something I always like to ask clients when they're, they're a little bit apprehensive. What have you got to lose? Like, if you put your trust in me over the next six weeks, I guarantee that you will be in a different place mentally and physically at the end. Okay, I'm going to leave the link to sign up in the show notes alongside my WhatsApp and my social media links as well. So if you have any questions, please get in touch with me. Um, or sign up. 
All right, click that link and fill out the application form and I will be in touch. Guys, thank you so much for listening to me ramble on. This was meant to be a short podcast and it is not. But anyway, I hope you've enjoyed it um, and I will speak to you all on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I really appreciate your time and attention. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would be so, 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 so grateful if you shared it with just one person. And that's going to help me help as many women as possible. And if you're interested in how I can help you, um, then please get in touch. You can find me on Instagram at heather.moffat.fitness or I'll leave a link to my WhatsApp below.